Hey everybody, welcome to the Bicoastal Podcast. Zay. Allie. And Allie. What's up? So uh, today we're actually going to be talking about a really fun topic, uh, jobs, particularly, you know, our first jobs, you know, and other, other amusing uh, jobs that we have, because we've worked quite a bit in our very young lives, so Allie, you want to start us off? Sure. Um, I was pretty lucky. My parents didn't make me work during high school. I did because I wanted to. Um, just so I had some like extra cash. Um, so my very first job ever was J.C. Penny. Yeah, it was retail. I hate retail. Retail's awful. Be nice to retail people. We got to deal with so much bullshit all day long. Just be nice. Um, and J.C. Penny's now uh, it's now going bankrupt. So I guess you uh, left that sinking ship. Thank God. It was awful. It was an awful place to work. It was awful. 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 Um, JC Penny, if you ever watch this, <laughs> sorry you went out of business. I'm sorry one prom season cut you out. I'm so sorry. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, so like I didn't actually have to work. My parents were like really, really nice about being like, if you don't want to work, you don't have to work. But just know that like if you ask for money, you might not get it. Most of the time I didn't get it. Unless like, unless it was like important or something like that, like something school related. Right give it to me or like if it's for a school dance they'd give it to me um but other than that like I didn't really I didn't have money we didn't I also didn't have an allowance like we didn't do chores in my household I didn't do chores at least not for money my parents they were just your, uh, your responsibilities yeah yeah mm. they're like you have to do it you don't you don't get paid for to sweep the floor when you have your own house someday you don't get paid for that and I'm like I know but like can I get paid for that so yeah, I didn't, I didn't do chores. Like I knew how to do everything. If I like, we don't get a lot of comments regarding things, but like if I ever see a comment where someone says, I'm an entitled brat because I didn't do chores, go to hell. Sorry. I knew how to do everything. I knew how to, I knew how to do laundry, but we never had like our own laundry unit. So like my dad uh-huh. would do it. I'm getting really off topic from JCPenney, but um so, like, my dad always did laundry. My dad would get up at, like, 6 o'clock in the morning to clean the house, and you best believe I wasn't getting my booty up for that. Not happening. Mm. Um, but, yeah, so, like, I didn't have to work. I just chose to. So, I worked at JCPenney, I don't know, probably, like, junior, senior year. Like, I think as soon as I, like, turned, like, 16, um, I applied. Because I had a few friends that worked at JCPenney. And, like, they told me to apply. They said that their location was, like, hiring, like, because, like, seasonal especially. Because I think it was really close to, like, Thanksgiving or something like that. And um, right. I didn't get placed at the JCPenney with my friends. Mm. I got placed in, like, an awful JCPenney. Oh, I hated that JCPenney. Um, if anyone's from Phoenix, Arizona, I – if anyone's watching or listening – I got placed at the Metro Center JCPenney, which is on, like, Bethany Home and, like, 19th Ave or something like that. So, it's, like, it's not in the best area. Um, So, like, it wasn't great. Also, like, my manager was terrible. She was awful. Awful, awful, awful. Y'all, a good manager, like, makes or breaks. Like, a manager makes or breaks the job. 
And it really mm-hmm. sucks that, like, there are awful managers out there. Um, so, yeah, so my first job yeah. was JCPenney. Um, my first real experience at JCPenney was, like, I had to – I was in charge of the lingerie. This is, like, one of the grossest things. I was working in the lingerie department of JCPenney. And so, like, you can try lingerie on. You can try on the skivvies, the bras, like, if you want to. But so a lady had gone in to try some stuff on, and she left. And she didn't bring it back to me. And I was like, okay, fine. That's that's totally fine. Like, I'll go get it. So I went into the dressing room. And it was, like, three pairs of, like, like thongs and, like, other items. And there was just blood everywhere. There was blood on all the underwear. And I was like, you know, I don't, I I don't, I don't hate, I don't, like, I'm a woman. I get a period. I understand it. Natural. I don't see problem. Like, it's not, it's not gross to me, but I'm not touching that. I'm not coming anywhere with a six foot hole near that. (laughs) Yeah, I bet they gave you a pair of gloves and told you to keep it moving, right? Yep. That's, like, that's basically what my manager said. My ma- I like called my manager. She came to the dressing room and she saw it and she was like, well, the gloves are under the register. And I was like, are you fucking kidding me? I was like, I'm 16. I, I don't need, I'm even going to put up with this shit. I don't got to do this. And I mm. did it, you know. You know, I needed money. Yeah. Did you, I, you did your duty. I, I sadly did my duty. I'm glad it wasn't duty, you know? You know what I'm saying? I'm glad it was blood. Um, not anything else. I, I do. Uh, I do. Uh, so, yeah, that was, like, my first job. Yeah, mm. it wasn't great. What was your first job? Oh, uh, well, okay. My first job was a paint crew from my high school Ooh. district. That was fun. So, basically how it worked was you uh, you apply through your my gym teacher was also my hiring manager more on that later uh <laughs> so the way we pretty much did things was uh, you you know you woke up at the crack of dawn and we all met up at the usual like staff room or whatever you know and we got assigned our, our specific tasks for the day besides painting which you know i figured oh you know like you know like the the highway lines and like that mm-hmm. but like the streets we painted those and oh. the parking lot line. So we got cans of paint, you know, what the store needed, bought it all, you know, did the whole thing, painted the roof. Well, well not the roof, but like we had to repaint murals. We had to do other things. But there was also things not in the job description. Like I had to move a lot of shit. I had to move a lot of shit, like desks, uh, chairs. Things you probably should have been, shouldn't have been moving. We had to move lockers at one point too. I was just like, "All right, okay." Um, but yeah, it was early. You, you, like the day started at like six, and we were done by three thirty. So was I suppose that was all right. Or during the summer. Yeah, this was during the summer. Okay. Okay. So this was, like, was immediately after because um, we got out in June. Okay. So it was pretty much like that one week of like nothing, and then we had everything up until it was time to basically bounce <laughs> and um yeah i mean i worked with a couple of my uh, my close friends from high school but that job man that that took some of the time out of you just you just felt so tired after 
a long day of just painting out in the hot sun. Lunch was an hour though, which was nice. And you got paid a dollar by minimum wage, which would have been eight fifteen. Mm-hmm. I bad. think I think the minimum wage here is still seven seven something. So just burn New Jersey, burn it down, <laughs> along <yeah>. with Florida. <laughs> so that's kind of where that went. Um, it was the best, but it was good in the sense that like it was my first paycheck and it was mm-hmm. a pretty good one. And uh, I learned about income tax and Oof. all that fun stuff. But I remember that check would come in. They would hand it in and be like, here you go, Mr. McLean. Here's your money. I'm like, yeah, boy. <laughs> and uh, <laughs> it, was, it was a good time uh, for the oh, most When part. I got, like, my first paycheck from JCPenney, you know that one one episode of Friends where, like, Rachel has, like, works at the diner for the first time, or the coffee shop uh, for the first time? She gets her first paycheck, and she's like, no, but continue. Who the hell is Spike on? Why is he taking all my money? She says that line, and like that's mm. literally. And I had never seen Friends before, like for a few for for a few years ago. Till right. words, I don't have words. This is what happens when I take a nap. I'm not allowed mm. to take a nap anymore. Uh, but yeah, so she's like, "Who the hell is Spike and Why is he taking all my money?" And that's like the same thing I had. I was like, "Who who is the state? Who who is the state person that's like taking my money?" State, yeah. Because mm. like I got paid minimum wage and I think at the time minimum wage was like seven twenty-five, maybe six. Yeah, yeah. It would have been, been the like same for us. Twenty-five and like seven fifty. So like that was like my first like pay. But like I was only racking in three hours every other day. So like I think total I was probably working maybe 15 hours, like, maximum. Right. Because, like, my managers never scheduled me. Well, because, like, my schedule didn't work with her schedule, as she, as what she told me multiple times, that, like, you, my schedule is just too complicated for her to deal with. And I was like, well, I'm sorry. I'm trying to go to college. I got to do extracurriculars. Uh, yeah. But, yeah, so... She did not schedule me a lot. And then some days she would, like, schedule me on, like, Sundays. Like, and especially at the time I was going to church. I was a church girl. I was reading my Bible. Um, And so she would schedule me, like, Sunday mornings at, like, 8 a.m. to, like, 4 p.m. every so often. And I'm like, I literally tell you to not schedule me on Sundays. Like, I'm not asking. uh, You can schedule me, like, Sunday afternoon to close. Like, I'm okay with that. I was always okay with closing. I'm a night person to begin with. So, like, I never, I've never in my life had a problem with closing. Um, right. So, but yeah, so, like, my first paycheck, I think, was a solid, like, 60 bucks. And I was like, wow. How do people live? Robbed. Yeah, yeah, I, I definitely feel that. I remember my job um, back then. Also, our, our manager was always like, we're going we're gonna to make one of you the captain. And they're going to they're gonna get paid... 50 cents more whoever works the hardest gets the captain position and now me sitting here i'm like this seems like a lot of bullshit <laughs> uh and, and it turns out no one ever got the position as far as i know so <laughs> it was just something to make us work harder and i guess to make people not like each other because you had a bunch of assholes all trying to vie for this position mm-hmm. it's like oh yeah i want this extra th-. i'm like you you're doing this for an extra 30 cents man is it worth it can you work it can you flip it Let's flip that thing down. Uh, I'm like, uh, yeah. 
Um, I'm flipping reverse it. I got it. I got it. That first job I had found was some. It was it was in a couple ways because this is where I first discovered Spotify was a thing, Um, and I had gotten my three months of Spotify Premium, which really helped out because you were allowed to use music at the at the at at the job, Mm -hmm. and um, this is also at this point I had met or at least was texting some of the people that I would know now in Arizona. Um, yeah, yeah, some, some were better than others, but um, <laughs> that's, yeah. And I'm, it's, it, was, it was interesting, you know, because, like, uh, I had my friends from Tucson now at this point that I only met digitally, but because they were three hours ahead, they would still be awake at night, you know, and I'd be at work in the morning. And there'd be like this 20 minutes of just like meme sharing. And they're like, yeah, who's this guy that's like awake up at this weird time? I'm like, guys, I'm from New Jersey. They're like, oh, yeah, that's right. That's right. Enjoy work. And it, you know, it was, it was nice. It was nice to know that. Um, I guess really that's, that's about it. Like I just, I, I left for school after that. And then I, I, I put my thing, I was like, deuces. Oh, right. Um, there was a time where, um, we had so the way breaks work was you kind of just took a break mm-hmm. you know and even though we had like a scheduled lunch um you had individual breaks so what you could do and what we ended up doing was that we kind of all pitched our breaks together mm-hmm. and just slept in the library for our lunch same and it was nice Feel it was nice yeah i think that's about all i can really remember from that job and that uh, other than that, the stuff I wanted to suppress. I have my shirt still. Um, <laughs> it's full of paint, obviously. Name. So, go Falcons. <laughs> oh my gosh. I, my next job after working at JCPenney, like I, I think probably like before like senior year had started, I had quit JCPenney. I think I worked there year max if that. right I don't know, after <laughs> i like quit like a, two weeks before black friday no yeah mm. I, quit, I quit two weeks before black friday i remember that because i didn't want to go uh, that's a smart move although you probably you could have probably gotten time and a half on that one you you it's not worth it it really isn't worth it mm. i yeah yeah it was not the summer before yeah it was two right. weeks black friday i well, because, like, we were working on a Black Friday schedule, and I was, like... Got it. Mm-hmm. And because, like, I always worked, like, later on in the week, usually, um, I didn't get... Like, because we did, like, a like a round-robin kind of thing. Like, you drew a number out of a hat, you picked, like, a couple hours, you picked a shift, yeah. um, and that's how they did it, and I just couldn't, couldn't do it. Right, of course. So, like, the hours that were left were just, like, prime time because like I usually like to work before like the store opens or after the store closes like I will deal with the mess of like the store closing I will will take I will do it I'll I'll take the I'll take that bullet I'll do it or like Mm -hmm. getting the store ready like getting all the ropes and all the signage and like all that out like it's so tedious it's so tedious but like Uh and like that's what I prefer and like a lot of people didn't like the closing aspect of after black friday and i was like i'll do it someone signed me up for like these two shifts and no one did so like the shifts that were left it was like 
5 p.m. to like, I think like 8 or 9 p.m. And the store closed at like 9 for the Oh, uh, okay. Makes sense. And I was like, nope. 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 I was like, nope, I'm out. Hmm. I was like, I'm not working that. I was like, and so I started asking people, I was like, can I, like, can I trade with you? Like, or like. They weren't, they weren't ponying up. Nope. I was like, I will take any day you want. I was like, I will ditch school for, to cover your shift, to cover a shift. Like I, I was like offering people like, I'll, like, if you switch me like this Black Friday shift, I will switch you like in a couple of weeks, a couple of months, whenever you want, whenever Because they want. wanted to buy too. <laughs> Because I, well, I was like promising, I was like, I will take two other shifts any other day. Right. Like, work Christmas Eve, I'll work it for you. I'll do it. I'll, mm-hmm. I'll work Christmas Eve. I was like, I just don't want to be in the store when, I also have like really bad anxiety. Really bad anxiety. So like me, plus hundreds and hundreds and hundreds of people crammed into a not that big store was, mm. was like already enough to make me like want to cry. Um, right and so because like the year before I had worked like 7 p.m to close so there's only like at the time we closed at eight at that time so it was only like an hour of dealing with people and like by then like everyone like everything that people could have wanted that was on sale was already gone so like Mm -hmm. my whole thing was just dealing with people and being like sorry we're out we've already we've already gone through our like our back stock because like there's nothing left like we're out like yeah there's nothing which isn't bad and usually like at, like no one really came in at 7 p.m it was more people like paying at that point to like i have to register so like it wasn't too bad but like the thought of being there like when people mm. were like bum rushing the store open like to the doors i was like i'm not about to die i'm not about to be a black friday casualty you know <laughs> right yeah so like i couldn't get anyone to shift like to shift to trade me everyone was like nope sorry nope sorry I can't or like I already have plans or like I'm gonna eat dinner and I literally like went to my manager and I was like I was like I'm not working I was like I'm not I'm like straight up I was like I'm not doing that I was like that's not gonna be great for my mental health and she was like well either you work it or you quit and I was like well bye I literally said I was like well bye I walked out I didn't I didn't I didn't like do the shift I had that day I was like so I left I was like yeah I'm not doing it Mm. I was like not happening and then I went home my mom was like why are you home like why <laughs> why are you here and I was like I quit and she's my mom was like all right I was like okay that's fine mm. it things. Um, but yeah so but then like my next job after that I worked at a preschool I went into a preschool so yeah so I didn't have any job for all like most of my like, the rest of my senior year and then I, also, I went to church at the same time. Like I went with some friends from, from high school that I don't talk to anymore. Thank God. Sorry. 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 If any of you watch this, I'm sorry. We don't, we don't mesh. We don't click anymore. I'm sorry. Uh, so yeah. So I went to church with some people and it was like coming up on like the last, like it was like in May and one of my church leaders, she was the new director of the church preschool and like, the thing about the church preschool is they accept a lot of like Grand Canyon University, like early childhood education majors, um, like to help them get hours, to help them get like practicum, help them get like student teaching hours and stuff like that. So they helped a lot of like GCU students. Um, but the thing with GCU students is like 
or most call it like most co businesses if you ha hire college students what's the worst time what are the worst times to, to staff uh well <laughs> hmm, let's see winter break yep the good one uh all any summer. exams times all summer too honestly yep. Yeah, so they were so short on people for um, for the summer. So like she like because I was like helping out in the preschool. I was I volunteered on Sunday morning sometimes. So then I ran into her and she was like, and I like said hi to her, asked her how she was because like I loved her. She was she was she is such an amazing person. She is such a sweetheart. She is like one of the nicest people in the world. And like I'm so thankful I met her like in high school during like the worst time of my life, you know. Um, but like she was like, Allie, how would you feel about a summer job? And I was like, Are you asking or are you telling me? I was like, What's the difference? Because it doesn't feel like you're asking me to to work for you this summer. And she was like, We'd really appreciate your help if you wanted to work. And I was like, Okay. I was like, I'll get make some money before I go off to college. I was like, yeah, sure. And so, yeah, it was, it wasn't a super great experience. I, the thing about me as an employee, I have a hard time saying no. Mm. I struggle, like I struggle with saying no so badly. Um, so like, I also lived five minutes away, literally five minutes away from the church. So like, and I also, and I also like, did I have a car? How did I get the, Yeah, my mom would drive me. My mom would drive me usually, or like my dad, or like I would Uber, but like I was five minutes away, or I even take the bus. Like I take the bus every so often. Um, but yeah, so like she like asked me, she was like, would you be willing? And uh, like, so like every day, literally, the, every day someone would call out. Somebody would call out because of something or someone would be like, oh, I'm running really late. I won't be until noon or, wow. oh, I have to leave at one, something like that. So like every morning at like 7 a.m., the school opened at 7 a.m. Um, so every day at like 7 a.m., I'd get a text message or I'd get a call, a phone call. Mind you, I wasn't going to bed till like 1 a.m. Mm. Um, oh, I can believe what I'll say. My supposed schedule for the summer was supposed to be 3 30 to 5 30. that was what they told me they're like it'll only be a few hours every day like we're not gonna have you work full-time like we don't need you full-time because they had lead teachers and assistant teachers that were there full-time they just needed sometimes they needed an opener for a few hours and something and then they needed closers um so they're like yeah it'll only be like 3 30 to 5 30 every day that was a lie that was like the biggest lie that ever came through that church building i swear to you they were spinning mm. with their lives. Oh man, it's not like churches don't lie <laughs> while. Yeah. But yeah, so like, so then it became like every single day at like 7 a.m. I'd get a phone call, text message. Could you come in at like 9 or 8.30? Could you come in in like 10 minutes? And uh, my stupid ass would be like, sure, I'll be there in 15. I'll be there in 10. I'll be there in 10. Yeah, if you need me now, I'll be there in 10. And then they just kind of caught on that I said yes. Uh, like, at first it was like, it wasn't every day. At first it wasn't every single day. It gradually got to every day. So like it became like one or, tw one or two times a week. It'd be like, could you come in early? Sure, not a problem. Could you come in at noon? Uh, you know what you should have done, Ellie? You should have holy ghosted him. Father, son, and the holy ghost? 
Mm-hmm. But, but yeah, so like they just caught on that I would say yes. And then they'd always be like, well, and then they used, then they one time they asked me, they're like, how, where do you live? Because they started asking other people if they could come in early. But there was this girl, her name right. was Cindy. I love her. I actually, I would, I, I would talk to her if she wanted to talk to me, but I don't, I don't really talk to her. Um, but like she lived like 45 minutes to an hour away. So like they couldn't really ask her to come in early because it's like, it's right. That's, it's that's out of the way. Like, if you need someone right now, waiting an hour and a half for her to get there doesn't help mm. so so yeah so they so they it became like me like I because I lived five minutes away it was super easy for me just to roll out of bed throw some clothes on brush my teeth deodorant perfume get out the door like it wasn't hard at all but like God, it was just so every single day can you come in early can you come in can you can you can you can you and I'm like no and then like the worst things that they like the worst part would be like they would call me in early and then we'd be low. We'd be low on kids that day. We'd be completely low on kids. So then right. I just had to do busy work, manual, like manual, what is it? Manual, I had to do like some manual labor. I don't do manual, manual labor, labor, like manual yes. tasks. Yeah, that I can't, my, my, my list but does not allow me to say that word. Um, so yeah, it just became stupid, like shredding paper for three and a half hours oh like going to go get bags of ice you were getting paid though right i was getting paid yeah i was getting paid oh i mean (laughs) i mean you're not doing anything too difficult i mean it's not difficult but it's like i i want to work with kids like the whole reason i'm here is to work with kids yeah i got that and like and and at first like at first i was okay with it at first i was like oh yeah totally fine like you called me in early not knowing how many kids were going to show up that's totally fine like that kind of stuff happens like you can never guess how many kids are coming that day. I understand it. But then it just became every day that I came in early. At some point in the day, I was doing, like, mindless tasks. I was putting stickers on books. Mm. Literally, stickers on books. Freaking stickers on books. And I was like, are you kidding me? I'm literally going to stay here for six hours doing stickers on books. And yeah, it was- that does sound like an exciting life for sure. I think I sent you some videos of last summer of like me like putting a sticker and I was like thank I love working with kids as I was literally putting a sticker on a book Mm. and like it just like like because like I said at first I was okay with it at first I get it you can't you can't always predict how many kids are going to show up in every classroom I get it I understand it I feel you but then it became every day sort of situation and then so like between at, at the entrance of every door so there was like three doors there was two entrance and exit doors for the parents and then there was one exit door to get to the playground because it's all gated in and also like the two front doors are locked and by every door there was a drain a like drain for like if one because like when it rained because you had to walk downstairs to get to the front door it would flood because like everything in phoenix everything at least in tucson and in arizona everything floods we're not properly ready for monsoon season that happens every freaking year something floods everything floods so like whenever there was predicting like rain for the weekend or like rain for the next day they would send me out in 110 degrees with a broom a dustpan and a trash can and tell me to sweep up the leaves and I was like why am I doing this and like 
It's 110 degrees in the blazing sun. I want to die. I feel like I'm about to die because I also don't drink water. So that doesn't help. But my, you need to drink water. <laughs> oh God, I hated doing that. I literally hated doing it. It was so frustrating. And then when I went back to help him last summer, I was like, I literally straight up told him, I was like, I will help you with just about any task, but if you make me sweep those entrances one more time in my lifetime, I'm leaving. Because there was, because there was a switch in directors, and I, like, told her that. She's like, you had to sweep the entrances? I was like, yes, like, on multiple occasions, I had to sweep the entrances. And right. she's like, yeah, yeah, you won't be doing that. And I was like, good, because I wasn't going to. Because then I had to shred paper for, like, three hours. Uh, well, at least you're indoors. You know, not when I was sweeping those entrances. Nope. It was not pleasant. Hmm. Got any unpleasant job stories? I mean, uh, in the in the Xavier timeline, my job after my um, pink room was I was an RA, which okay. obviously we're going to have a whole dedicated episode oh, of that, yeah. so I guess we could skip. Yeah, and talk about the desk, I suppose, unless that also fits in the same category. I think we can talk about the desk job in this one. Okay, you're right, right. So, uh, as as previously mentioned in our last podcast for the continuity listeners, um, mm-hmm. I worked at a place known as Lalday, otherwise known as Hell on Earth. Uh, in English, it means the village. But what is Lalday? Well, so we can give them like a general understanding of like what. Okay. It is. So, um, you know how, like, students have dorms, like, undergrad college students have dorms? These are the on-campus apartments mm-hmm. for the graduate students. As a graduate student now, I understand why they would want these things. But mm-hmm. also, I, under- I also don't understand why they want to live on campus with underclassmen. But, <laughs> point is, uh, so I was working there. Yeah, so point is, I was working there. Um, and this was okay. The the situation we had was we did not have okay for the first like mm, bit or so, we had a competent, um, you know, we had a decent desk manager. Mm-hmm. There was some stuff that fell out. Uh, I got into that later, and they were removed. Mm-hmm. Right. So then we had an interim period of a bit where it was just kind of anarchy. Wait, was this and Law then, Day or was this Apache? This was Law. This was Law Day. But didn't that happen to you at Apache too, where like you guys overthrew your desk manager? <laughs> um, <laughs> Did that not happen? Was that a, like a whole like rumor that was a lie? That, that that's there's something else. So we're gonna oh, go okay, that okay, sorry. Um, okay, yeah. So Law Day, we had a lull in people for a bit, and what ended up happening was we got. Uh, I'll say her name, Megan. Megan was one of the sweetest, most amazing um, folk I've ever met. Like, this person was like, listen, Xavier, we're going to help you. We're going to get you to where you need to be. And I was like, thank you, Megan. And I was able to do all the mail by myself at that point. I was able to do everything I needed. Because I remember the first few times, like, uh, my first day, I was working late shift. I think it was from, like, because it closed... The desk closed at eight at Lala Day, mm-hmm. so it was like, I think it was just closing shift for like from three to eight or something like that. Mail was cool, you know, blah, 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 blah. 
and this parent comes up and is like, excuse me, how come my child has to pay for a key? And I'm like, well, if you look in the key policies here, you know, like I'm shaking, looking at the, the thing because it's like this 6'2", you know, grown ass man <laughs> is yelling at me. And I'm like, bro, listen, I'm just, I just work here. <laughs> I make, I make $8 and I work here. <laughs> I don't make enough to deal with you. He's like, and you know, and then he brought his wife who also yelled at me and I'm like, bro, what do I do? <laughs> and so then they called the DM who came over and was like, listen, you know, like they're still in training, blah, 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 blah. I was just like, please kill me now. <laughs> um, so the male people are, are, are also workers who come in and they do, because all day I get so many packages so many packages you had a separate shift for mail of which yep. um people who were on staff like myself also did but we mm -hmm. had a dedicated person for that as well um i worked mail quite a couple of times and i've had good people that worked mail as well and i talked to a few of them today so that's nice but oh man i remember um coming in for spring break like post spring break and seeing the amount of mail that we, we had a separate closet for you see there was so much mail we filled up the bathroom the um like the little part in between the desks and mm -hmm. the back of the room the entire mail room plus the desks and the regular desk so you were literally <laughs> opening it and you were gonna spill out like in a cartoon where like <laughs> snow like forms up it's packed just all of them all unsorted all in whatever. And the thing that annoys me the most is that people order things and they don't update their address. Ugh. So it's like, I have this package for someone who doesn't live here anymore and they haven't lived here since 2010. You'd think someone would, 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 would think about changing their address, but no, 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 no. No. And then there were the folk that Okay, because so we have like these little registry books mm -hmm. and like a software where you can check, you know, people's identifications and all that. Some of these people do not have this. And I'm like, okay. So they're like, oh, make sure you refer to the physical records. You got it, boss. Do, 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 do. I look, the physical records are all gone. And the ones that are there are illegible. I can't read them. <laughs> and I'm like, um, what do we do? And they're like, well, you're going to have to physically go up there and you have for a sign of life. I'm like, okay. Knock, knock, knock. Hello, is this you? Are you this person? <laughs> and they're like, no. And I'm like, okay. All right. Have a nice day. Sorry for bothering you. Uh, just. So we used to do these uh, walks as well around to make sure, like for, secure, for security reasons, to make sure that everything security was, rounds. you know, yeah, all fine and dandy. Because I worked in the middle of the day when it was peak heat time. I was just like, you know what? I'm just going to look down this hallway. And if I see anything suspicious, I'll know what to do. But mm, that, that was just awful. And, like, not only was, you know, like we had to put away the mail. But, okay, we had this really creaky mailbox <laughs> that was awful. Because you had to, like, physically lift the entire mailbox, like, 
it wasn't just one singular one, but it was multiples of them. Mm-hmm. And you had to like adjust it. And I, I remember someone I was working with broke the key in and I'm like, well, shit, now we really can't right. open the mailbox because the key is freaking broken. And then we had to get a locksmith and the locksmith couldn't open it. So we had to go <laughs> get another locksmith to help the current locksmith. <laughs> so, oh, oh my, it was just an absolute tragedy. Like, well, all day. Yeah. And, and, and it's just not, it's not enough that like the parents were ungrateful, but the, the, the people themselves, I, there was like maybe two or three students who I really liked. And then the others were just kind of either weird or just absolutely terrifying in terms of like just sheer um, thing. I remember there was one person who um, she seemed nice to me and some of the other um people on staff but there was just like a couple that she did not um put, she was she was a little strong on the others and that <laughs> that became a huge point yeah. of contention and it just became a huge ordeal so a lot of a lot of students are kind of just like as you would expect just either they're really really nice and they know where you're coming from or they're just absolutely awful and unreasonable uh, for sure. So now, Ali, getting to where you had mentioned earlier about the uh, boss overthrowing. So yeah. my second go around, um, I got, uh, even though I had requested a transfer <laughs> from Waldea, I'm like, please leave me out of this hell world. Anywhere um, but here. The, the powers that be at uh, residence life, or rather <clears throat> housing and residential affairs. Shut the now. Uh, we're like uh, we're gonna deny your requests and I'm like but why I'm like I've been an RA for two years and I've been at a desk for one why are you denying my request they're like because we think with your initial experience you could lead on the next group I'm like that's what a desk manager is for I'm like switch me now and they're like no so here's the deal on this one uh when La Aldea originally started it's like training session Mm -hmm. we did not have a desk manager what ended up happening was that we kind of were under the guise of like the main um administrative board or whatever i forget her name sarah uh, yes sarah that name. and her first and yeah, her last she, name were forever etched in my brain and she was so um we're in an awkward situation as we're looking for new hires so here's what we're going to do and i'm like okay she's like you all of you have at least one year of experience right and i'm like no i'm me and like two other people are the only ones with a year of experience so like okay perfect you guys are going to manage everything and do the trainings and i was like nope what <laughs> so we so we go and we're doing them because someone has to yeah because uh, yeah and we're like well all right so we're, we're trying to like figure out how to schedule things. We, and for the most part, I give us credit. We were independent in figuring out scheduling, mm-hmm. figuring out, um, you know, how to train everybody up for mail, mm-hmm. you know, that whole thing. So for the most part, we were a decently uh, semi-organized mess. Mm-hmm. You know, we figured out how to do staff meetings and all that. and Organized chaos. Yeah. So we're trying to figure this all out. And then like a little while ago, like maybe like a month in, we get another email from Sarah, and she's like, oh, so how are you guys doing? We're still working in the hiring process, and blah, 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 blah. I'm like, we're surviving. She's like, oh, we're going to bring in some help, and I'm like, some help. And then we got Joan. Um, I see the emails from her all the time. 
okay, so she was cool um, in terms of like, hey, I'm not going to really upset the balance of whatever you guys have set up here. I'm just here as your, your resource. And I'm like, okay, this is nice, but we kind of need you as a point of contact. She had very odd hours, and I guess it's because she was raising a kid at the time, mm-hmm. which we were like, all right, well, whatever, you know. But when we needed her, like, Aang, she was not there. <laughs> like, I was like, Joan, we've got a problem. Um, and you know, only things you can you, fix. Yeah, things that you would call, you know, your superior for. Oh, um, I would get a text message. Yeah, I'm, I'm busy. I'm like, what's that supposed to mean? I'm supposed to just tell them she's busy? <laughs> and tell you, like, I'm like, it's only just going to delay the problem. It's not going to fix it. I know. And then I get yelled at. And I'm like, listen, I can show you the text message that she says I'm busy. She's busy. <laughs> so I don't know what to tell you. Under the bus. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that. That was annoying. Um, so, yeah. So this is where the part comes in where we're like, we're going to get a, a transfer. We're all going to get moved around, I suppose. Mm-hmm. Uh, basically, we had voiced our complaints extensively to Sarah and the others because we're like, listen, we need, you know, like a, a centralized head of sorts to figure out what the hell we're doing. And... Basically, they were like, okay, well, we'll work on it for the whole semester, uh, you know, up until the end of the semester, and then we'll figure out what to do with you. And eventually, you know, I finally got that transfer I wanted, and I got put into Apache Santa Cruz. Oh, Apache Santa Cruz. Um, APS. It was okay. I know, those, I know that code. <laughs> I I, remember, okay. I don't know why, but I memorized all the codes for every dorm. Oh, that's and weird. I don't know. I mean, why. I did I did two for a while, but like, you know, that's just I had I to do still, it. I still know them. Man, so my know? favorite dorm MCMO. to work in was um uh was besides Manzimos, I liked um Hopi Grand Greenlee's desk. I never worked there. It was a good desk because honestly, like, even though it was right in the center of like all the Highland crap where everyone, you know, was getting their food and stuff and would walk in, they just walked right past me. I could do whatever I wanted. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, I was like oh, I yeah, I'm watching. Hopi once. I worked at Hopi, no, twice. I worked there twice. I refused to work at Green Greenlee. I refused to. I don't know why. I never had any, I never had any issues with Graham Greenlee, I'll be honest. I worked at Babcock uh, once or twice, and that was, <laughs> that's yeah, that was, desk. I yeah, love, I, I felt like I was, like, sent to the wall, or, you know, the wall where Jon Snow was, I'm like, what the hell, I'm like, where am I, but it was nice, it was a very quiet, um, experience, it was, it was nice just to be whatever, like, isolated, uh, the worst desk I've worked was Arbel, uh, Arbel, on babies, and, um, I also, I mean, I also took some 4 a.m. shifts back at Coronado. Oh, I remember. You took a shift at the, like, my junior year, first semester of junior year, because we didn't have anyone to work at 4 a.m. to 8 a.m. I remember yeah. this. Yeah. You had called and said you would work the 4 a.m. to 8 a.m. one, like, Friday morning or something like that. And my yeah. DM, Lexi, literally told the guy at the desk to say, call him back, see if he wants it permanently. Call him back right now and see if he wants it permanently. <laughs> and they called you back. I don't even know if they actually called you back 
or anything? I never got a call back, but okay, um, you lied. I, I've done it more than once. <laughs> I've done it more than once, though. Um, yeah, they, they never called me back, but I have done the, the four to eight AMs more than once because I, because, okay, this is really nerdy, but what I would like to do, what usually what I did during the 48 AMs, because I already had done my homework for the day, yeah. I would just sit and play Terraria all day. <laughs> and, you know, I would see the occasional straggler come in and I'm like, hey, do you live here? Or they're like, yeah, I'm here, man. I'm like, all right. Boop. And I was good. And honestly, because like I had classes, I, I took a lot of them more my senior year because uh-huh. I had, um, classes in like one and two in the afternoon so i would just do my four to eight a.m mm-hmm. go to cactus Gr- well yeah oh right. i miss cactus grill uh-huh. so much I, the, go to cactus grill. i would throw ass for one of those right here right now <laughs> yeah i'd go to cactus grill i'd get myself some breakfast and it, usually it was uh, pancakes uh maybe a little bit of french toast with a side of bacon mm-hmm. and some cranberry juice love cranberry juice of course I would I would have that for breakfast. I'd go home and I'd sleep. And then I'd get up for class and do everything else again. Fun times. Um, let me see. Yeah, yeah. But going back to what um happened was that eventually we had all split up and got transferred to mm-hmm. different places and I got put into Apache. Which uh was fun for the most part. I was the only dude on on the t- on the team oh, yeah, you for were. a for a hot minute and um we have one other guy who did mail but he left group chat was lit though group chat was always hilarious well because can i say can i say your dm's name the first yeah time? you can go ahead becca she she's funny yeah she is and i thought honestly i thought she hated me for the longest time like <laughs> not even <laughs> Remember i straight up asked her and you were like no yeah like what the hell Allie? oh <laughs> <laughs> uh, awful I mean, I'm glad to know that wasn't the case, but like, I don't know. I was, just, I just got this vibe, and I was like, like, "What have I done to you?" Oh yeah, for some quick context, I'm a year younger than Zay, so he yeah. graduated in 2018, and I graduated in 2019, so I had another year after him. So, at desk training, I ran into Becca, who was his DM. And, like, I didn't really have any problems with her. I thought she was really funny. She sent out some, like, funny emails, like, when she really needed coverage. And I had a few friends at the desk um, at the time. And I, like, asked her. I was like, hey, you're Becca, right? And she's like, yeah. Oh, she was coming to my desk. She came to Cora. She came to AZ So or Cora. One of the two. And um, she, I was like, yeah, I had a friend that worked at the desk last year. desk last year. She's like, oh, yeah, who? I was like, oh, Zay. She's like, oh, yeah, I love Zay. I was like, really? I, he said he thought you hated him. She's like, no, I don't hate him. Is that what he thought? And I was like, yeah, he thought you hated him. And That's then so I like, texted him immediately afterwards. I was like, she doesn't hate you. She doesn't hate you. She didn't wow. hate you, which is the good thing. Oh, thank you. Thank you. Well, I'm glad Allie. you could have solved that mystery. Jesus. I'm glad I could help. Great, great. I mean, yeah. I guess I can send you a promo on Facebook now, but... <laughs> Wow, I followed her um, on Instagram for a while. Then I went through like an unfollow spree once I graduated. I was like, I don't want to follow you, you, you. Uh, but yeah, that was that was hilarious. Um, we played Smash Brothers at um at the desk one time in Apache <laughs> because we had nothing else to do, and it was like mail's done. I haven't heard a single soul. Everyone was like, well, Hey, you, you were in a hut, like you yeah, were the completely little hut. detached. Like you were a separate building from the rest of the building. 
oh yeah other entrances in the building so it's like they don't even have to walk past you to get to the building until like right exactly they were like oh um they're like hey you want to bring your your wii u i was like for what they're like we're gonna play smash brothers in in the hut i was like okay (laughs) and we done did it um but i had my schedule down to a science like i would go um when i opened or yeah when i opened because i usually worked opening shifts Mm -hmm. and what i would do is i would you know open everything up you know Mm -hmm. do the whole thing and you're allowed to log you were allowed to log on five minutes before Mm -hmm. you you know like open open yeah so i would go uh do my business and then Mm -hmm. i'd come back on company time and make that money (laughs) and and you know open everything up and just be like i don't see anybody here what's there to do you know doing my opening you know shift duties and all that fun stuff you know hello this is xavier mclean uh az uh i say easy so and um we are and can't you see the cruise yeah the initial book signing in that and mm -hmm. good times good times i had a lot more people visit me at uh apache than at um waldea even though waldea was geographically closer to a lot of things which is really interesting relatively speaking like on park I know, I think Sarah and I visited you once because we were on an egg hunt on Snapchat. Yeah, like, I remember that. Time. I remember that. I remember that egg hunt. <laughs> we we <laughs> walked like, our happy little asses all the way from Manzi to the freaking stadium. <laughs> it was like a 25-minute walk because we were on this little egg hunt because like Snapchat was like, more eggs. I don't know what you were going to get if you got all the eggs. But we Yeah, walked. I don't know either. I don't think they ever revealed that. Maybe yeah. I think it was like a custom like emoji or something like that. But... Yeah, that was super funny. Um, working the desk wasn't terrible. Uh, I, there were a it few times easy. where I was, just, yeah, for the most part, like when I worked at the desk at uh, good old Kebab, uh, Wachuka. Kebab. Kaya. I oh yeah, here we go. So I remember uh, my my CD Christopher Little got angry at me multiple times because my work as an RA should be before my work as a DA. And I'm like, yes, but one pays me, the other one doesn't. <laughs> and uh, yes, but apparently it was, it was bad form. And you can't afford not to have housing. Right. I was like, it was like, it's bad form to have uh, you work in the desk as an RA. And I'm like, why is that bad form? I'm like, I'm, I'm, I, people know me. Wouldn't they be comfortable with a nice pace that they already know as opposed to some random stranger working mm-hmm. the thing? you have a point but and i'm like yeah yeah but what <laughs> and uh so i i worked quite a few shifts at kaibab uh which was nice well i remember i couldn't apply. oh i also had worked shifts while on duty <laughs> and uh you know i would what i would do is i would use my five minutes of closing power do immediate rounds and then come back come back <laughs> And it only worked because it was between Lal Day and Kaibab. So it was super close. And, you know, it was at night. So, like, nobody really needed me for anything. So mm-hmm. it was just like, is it safe? <laughs> Let's go. <laughs> hmm. <laughs> just doing that. Just running. Pretty much. 
Well, I mean, like, I couldn't apply. I wanted to be a DA after my freshman year, but because, like, going back, I think, to last week or the week before, I got really awful grades my first semester. So, like, I couldn't apply to be an RA. I couldn't apply to be a DA. Anything. Like, not a nothing. Um, right. So then I was like, okay, I'll play for my junior year because it was easy money. And I was working another job. I had another job at another preschool, um, which I hated, but it was, I was, I was a substitute working maybe 20 hours a week. So I was like, it was fine. <clears throat> but so then I, so I applied and the interview was like in early January, I think. And the Babcock DM at the time and the Yuma DM mm -hmm. at the time. <clears throat> so like, and like I had, I had so many friends from like the previous year that were, DAs, DMs, like I knew, I, I, I knew people, I knew people, and like I was pretty, I was well known with like a lot of DAs and a lot of like RAs. She was a, a celebrity, of, folks. I was, you ring. <laughs> but yes, yeah, so like I knew a lot of people, because I, I mean, I was always really nice to the DAs, like I, I get it, it's, it's a job, and sometimes they can't do what I want them to do, and that's okay, like it's, that's life. Uh, my head, top of my head's cut off. Um, but yeah, so I knew a lot of, like, I was, like, really good friends with the, um, who later became, like, the Kaibab DM, Whitney. Love her. She, I still talk to her. She's such a sweetheart. But yeah, so she got hired to be a DM stuff. So I knew her, and, like, she told, like, her bosses about me and, like, other DMs about me, like, when I was applying. And so, like, so someone would hire me. And then actually in my interview, with the two DMs, I, they asked me, one of the questions they asked is, how do you feel about late night shifts? And I was like, and literally, the thing I said that I regret more oh than anything was, oh, I'm a night person. I don't mind late shifts. Like, I don't mind closing. Oh, no. Rookie move. I was too eager. I was too eager. Too eager. They would have given it to you, Allie. You, you, you just. They would have. I would have gotten a job regardless but I said that. But yeah, so the thing with that statement that's not great, at the time, we had a 20, there was a 24-hour desk, Coronado, Nasty Nado. Oh, boy, that, that was, mm, that yeah, put so, some miles on you. Oh, it ages you, that shit ages you. Um, but, so I said that, and their faces lit up. And I knew the moment I said that, I knew exactly what was going to happen. I was going to have my ass placed at Coronado so that I could work those 12 to 4 a.m. shifts. And I did. Uh-huh. <laughs> uh-huh. So, yeah. And then probably, like, I not even, like, a week later, Sarah, who was, like, like the DM's boss, um, she emails me and says, we'd love to mid-year hire you. I've looked at your schedule, and these two desks that have openings – would work like would you like would you be willing to come on early and I was mm. like yeah yeah sure like yeah I'd absolutely love to because it was Babcock I love Babcock that was one of my favorite if you don't know University of Arizona this dorm isn't really a dorm it's an old hotel it's got asbestos in the ceiling you don't want to go there yeah, you're going to freaking die. I mean, <laughs> you, like when you're picking dorms for U of A, that is not the top of anybody's list. You just kind of get thrown there. People who get evicted usually end up at, at Babcock um, because they can't really go anywhere else. It's not very social. There's not a lot happening. Rarely anything happens, but it's also an open building. Anyone can walk through. Mm. It's not closed. There's no outer door to stop anyone from coming in. You don't need a cat car to get into the building. You just need your key to get into your door. 
but it is my favorite building. I would go back to Babcock in a heartbeat. I loved Babcock because it was so quiet. Like people came in when they needed stuff and it was great because no one ever, rarely, anyone, I had multiple mental breakdowns at Babcock. I can't, I can't even tell you how thankful I was to work at Babcock at the time because I had like, I had like two, two I remember vividly, but I had like panic attacks, just absolute fits and meltdowns of like me on the phone with my mom screaming and crying because I was so upset because something had happened. I don't remember what happened, but like I had mental breakdowns. It was great. It was fantastic. And then my next year I went to Coronado and kind of shit hit the fan. And I made, I made a few mistakes at Coro. I made quite a few mistakes that I regret. Well, what's, 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 um, what's a job without a few mistakes along the way? Yeah. But one of, the, one of the mistakes I never made was working mail at Coro. So, like, we also, so at Coronado, there was also a separate mail shift. So, we probably got about 200 packages a day. And you have four hours right. to log into the system before people come downstairs to, go to, to get them. Um, so I never, I rarely worked mail. Like I rarely ever worked mail because I refused to work mail. Like either hand, because we also had a handout shift and a like sorting shift and I refused to do either. I refused mm -hmm. it. I refused because I was not about to deal with that. But one of the major mistakes at Coronado that I make and to this day, I still regret it. <sighs> well, I did a perm guest log on Thursday nights. So if you don't, um, for the listeners who don't know what this kind of situation is, a guest log is, as you would guess, a log for all the guests that aren't residents of the building. Um, because this storm in particular had a lot of um, drugs and, <laughs> and traffic had and things. a lot of issues that needed yeah. to require, that required the help of UAPD officers a lot. Um, there's a lot of transports to the hospital. There was a lot of arrests. There was a lot of like domestic violence. There was there like yeah. shit. Like it's the party dorm. It's the party dorm. They don't call it nasty auto for nothing. Mm -hmm. They there there's a reason. Like the floors were like soaked with alcohol. It was bad. It was a it, yeah, it's a rough dorm. And I'm glad I was never an RA there. I think I would have just thrown myself out the building. If I was ever Most there. people probably did. Um, I, I know a lot of. Couple, couple they had like they had a few returners sometimes yeah most of those returners were mid-year hires but like that's yeah they they're kind of netted in they were roped mm -hmm. in yep but yeah so i took a perm guest log and so guest log was thursday night friday night and saturday night so from 9 p.m to 3 a.m it's as awful as it sounds but it was like well, because at the time, like when school had started my junior year, we had like 24 people on our staff. It slowly dwindled out. But like when we first started, like we had 24 people on our staff. So like all of us were maybe getting max eight hours. Mm. Like if you were lucky and you took a few more mail handouts because no one else wanted it. But like we weren't getting a lot of hours and like and we were like struggling to get people to like sign up for guest log. So like everyone had to do one in the very beginning and you had to do like three, three or four all together to like make it equal so that everyone like did their fair share. Right. And so like, I was like, I had eight hours and like when they came back to me to like pick more hours if I wanted it, there was nothing left that I would have done. I already mm -hmm. took like two 12 a.m. to 4 a.m. shifts. I was like, so there's nothing really left for me. And so then I asked the DM, I was like, well, can I do like a perm guest log? Would that be okay? 
And literally the girl next to me, who was a returner of like, the, like as a DA, she literally looked at me. She's like, that's the dumbest thing I think I've ever heard anyone say. And I'm like, what the <laughs> Like, I just started, why are, we, why are we talking shit about me? And I was like, she was right. She was mm. fucking right. Um, she was sadly so right. She was literally like, that's the dumbest fucking thing I've ever heard. And I was like, okay. And then the DM was like, do you really want to do a perm guest log? And I was like, yeah, sure. And literally, she was like, okay, that means everyone else has to only have to do two guest logs if Allie takes a perm guest log. And I was like, oh, I think I did 30 guest logs. I think I did 30. 30 or 40. Oh. I did easy so. Arizona Snore also did guest logs. So, like, I had a perm guest log on Thursday nights. And at the time, before it was before I was an RA. So, like, I could still work that full 25. So, like, I'd probably do my Coro guest log. And then I'd probably do, like, Saturday, like, Friday night and Saturday guest log at AZ So. Because right. they could not get people to do it. They could not get it. They were sending out grabs, like, every week. And I'd always, like, text the DM and be like, I'll do it. I'll do it because she was also because she was she worked at Coro and then she got mid-yeared as a DM at AZ So and I was like I'll do right. it I'll take the guest log I was like so it was like she started asking me before she sent out emails do you want any of these guest logs and I was like yeah sure so then I took a perm Friday night guest log at AZ So mm. <laughs> what the fuck was wrong with me but yeah so and but like their guest log was four hours so it was like nine to two or it was like ten right. to three so it was it was definitely it was short it was like five hours instead of six but so I took a perm Friday night guest log at easy so and then usually people gave up their Saturday guest log and so I'd always take someone's Saturday guest log either at either building so um I did so many guest logs it's not even funny but mm. I also like well guest log didn't do a lot I think it did something I think because they were like, talking about like abolishing guest log completely and I was like that's probably not the best idea because I also feel like it warrants like people from coming in being like oh fuck they're gonna see me they're gonna see my face kind of thing but it was also really nice of like we got to be the first line of defense if someone didn't look okay because there was a few times where like someone would come in so drunk and like to the point they couldn't stand they couldn't like they were they were like out so, like, we'd have to call, like, paramedics and call everybody on duty. And be right. Like, Someone's got to come take care of this. And so they ended up being transported. But it's, like, had they gone up to their room, like, who knows what would have happened? Like, had we just let them through, you know? Mm. But, but, yeah, so. Mistakes were made. At, oh, and then my senior year, I worked as a DA at AZ. So, because I, like, I liked the higher, I liked bigger dorms. And I liked 24-hour dorms, too until they took away my after hours pay. And then I literally said, fuck you. And I'm not working after hours anymore. Cause that was the reason I wanted to go to AZ set was I liked working after hours, but I hated Coronado. I hated it. Right. The residents were assholes. They were awful, awful, awful. I think there was like, I think I can count the good residents on one hand. Yeah, pretty much. They, like, those, they were so sweet, but like most of them were just absolute assholes. And so I was like, I don't want to deal with this shit anymore. I was like, I'm not dealing with this shit anymore. I was like, I'm not going to get yelled at because I told a kid that he needed to go take, throw his own trash out. No. Take your own fucking trash out, child. But so yeah, so I was like, I want to change to AZ So. Like, I don't want to stay at Coro, but I want a 24-hour dorm. And then like two weeks before training had started, they were like, no more after hours. And I literally said, fuck you. And, I refused, and from then on, I never worked an after hour shift. 
no matter how many times Devin asked me, I wouldn't work it. Oh, Literally, man. they hired someone because they didn't have, they lost a DM in the process of like summer or like she got bad, gr- I don't know what happened. So one of the DMs from Coronado, I had her at AZ Cell. I love her. She was awful desk manager. I love her as a person. She is so great as a person, but she was awful desk manager. Um, she played favorites like crazy, and I, but thankfully I was a favorite. Um, but then they hired, they literally sent out an email to everybody, every single person. It was like, oh, we have an extra position open. Oh, yeah, that's right. I remember that. I applied for that. Funny story about that later. (laughs) But yeah, so like they sent an email saying that like, oh, we went through our alternate, our DM alternate list. Um, um, None of them wanted it. It's a position at AZ. So who would want? But they sent it to every single person as a DA. So like if you were like a new hire, you could have applied for it. It wasn't you mean you're going to get it. But yeah, so Uh, then they hired um, this guy named Devin, who was an RA with us at Manzimo. He, he's, a, he's a sweetheart. He's a sweet person. But he didn't know the job at all. He, this was, it was going to be his first year as a, DM, a DA ever. So, like, because he was the same year as me. So, we were both seniors. But he had been an RA for, like, two, three years or something like that. And then his senior year, he was like, I'll play to be a DA. And he got it. And he was supposed to be at, like, Coconino or something, which is a teeny, tiny dorm. Teeny. There's, like, Maybe. less than, like, 150 people in that dorm. Um, and he like emailed them back and said, I'll, I'll, I'll apply for it. And then he got it apparently, but he had never done the job. He only got the position because he was a part of housing and residential life already, but that doesn't mean you had to do the job. So literally I'm teaching a lot, a lot of legacy hires. I'm literally teaching this man how to log mail when he should be teaching us how to log mail. Like it should not, the role should not be reversed. Also, if I, and Real quick thing, real quick segment piece. You can't be a DM and an RA. Otherwise, I would have been. Yeah, same. I would have made a kick-ass DM. And I <gasps> I just remembered. I applied to be a DM. And I applied to be a mid-year DM. Because Whitney, who was at Kaibab, was graduating early. This was like my junior year before I got hired as a, before I got mid-year hired as an RA. So they were having a and like an application process of like, we need someone for January um, who would want it. And I applied to it. I got an interview and literally they were grooming me to be the DM. My DMs were grooming me to be the DM. Whitney was grooming me to be the DM, the new DM of that. And then Sarah was also like grooming me to be the DM. Like literally I would go to Kaibab so Whitney could show me how to do things because like I was told go to Kaibab so you can have a feel of everything. So like I'm here see, sitting, you're, you're you're thinking the, that you're I'm getting the nah. like, Yeah, you're like, you're like, they're like, this is the one. Excited. She's telling me how to do everything. She was like, for when you're the DM of this building now, she's like, here's how you do everything. Here's the list. Here's where everything goes. Here's, here's what you need to know. Here's the rundown. So she'd give me rundowns yeah. like once or twice a week. And like, I'd come help her do key audits. Like, so she was teaching uh, me how to do key audits. And fuck, fuck that shit. But yeah, so that's what she was doing. And um, I was like, nope. I did not get it. I didn't get a single email. Nothing. So like January rolled around. And like, I got, I was like getting hired. Like 
debating if I was like going to accept the, the, the RA position, but I was still waiting back for the DM position. And so I texted my, like my DMs and I was like, Hey, did they even tell anyone who got hired as the, the new DM of Kaibab? And they're like, yeah, they hired someone like three weeks ago. And I was like, Oof. fuck, it was not me. But yeah, moving on from that. Sorry, I had to like throw that in, but like, so I was, I was almost a DA. Almost a DM. But yeah, so you can't be a DM and an RA because you're only allowed to work 15 hours as an RA, which is fucking stupid. Don't even, that's yes, a whole nother video. Dumb. I, I violated that plan. We will get into that shit when we have our RA video. Um, yeah. But yeah, so yeah. Like he, like I said, he is a sweetheart as a person. He is a sweet person. He should not have had that DM position. Should not have had it. Should not have had it. And like the boyfriend that I, the guy that I was dating at the time, he never saw that email, but he should have been the DM. He legitimately should have been the DM. You know, I don't talk to him. We we ended pretty badly, but like he has really great leadership skills. Uh, you know, you, you gotta give credit where credit's due. We may not have ended on the best of terms. We may have crashed and burned. But the ship would have uh, the ship would have set sail at least yes. for the DM. Okay. But he should have been the DM. He should have been that DM. I probably would have had to move desks, which is fine. But like, De- Devin, if you ever watch this, I am so sorry. <laughs> but buddy, <laughs> buddy, homie. But like, it was also just so bad because him and Maruba, which is the other DM who I had at Coro, they didn't communicate. I don't think they talked to each other unless they were in the same room for meetings. I swear to you, they did not talk. Because I would mm. tell Devin one thing, and then Mar- Maruba would ask me 10 questions about why I was doing something. I'd be like, well, I told Devin I was doing it. And then vice versa. I'd be like, well, I told Maruba I was going to do it kind of thing. Oh, I see. They did not communicate. They were mm. not a great team. They were so polar opposites because they were both seniors. Maruba and Devin were seniors. Maruba had checked out in probably September. She checked out in September. Hey, that was me senior <laughs> But yeah, so like she checked out a long time ago because I think she was applying to like med schools and stuff that like right. she needed to put all her focus in but then like Devin had to step up but like Devin didn't know what he was doing mm. and so like newbies would like be like asking questions in the group chat and then like me and this girl Amber would have to like reply and be like here's how you do it because like Devin would roll up to the like to the group chat and say you oh, know let God. me talk to Sarah and I'll ask her how to do it and then like mm. in comes me and Amber and like someone else and be like here's how you do it like, don't, don't waste your time talking to Sarah. Why don't you talk to the returners that actually know how to do the damn job? And then it was right, just, exactly. but they were also just like polar opposites. Cause like Devin, Devin. Yeah. He is a stickler for the rules. And honestly, it's a student job. I really could have cared less. I really did not give a shit about that job. I really didn't. Mm. I really hated that job. It was such a, it was such a stupid job. But I mean, it paid, it paid the bills most of the time. But yeah, so yeah. Like, he was such a stickler for the rules. And it was like, Maruba didn't give a shit. She did not give a shit. But like, everyone listened to Maruba. Because she right. was a returning DM. And like, she actually knew how to do things. Yeah. So I, they were just not a good combo. They shouldn't have hired someone who didn't know the job. Um, he would have made a really great DA. Devin, again, if you listen to this, you would have made a really great DA. You, we are just shitting on everybody. Fuck, it's fine. I don't talk to these people. It's not. It's out of love. 
yes, you would have made a phenomenal DA. You really, truly would have. You would have made such a good DA. You are sweet. You are smart. You are caring. You would have done everything you could for those Coconino residents. But is <laughs> not the place for you, honey. <laughs> Yikes. It wasn't. It wasn't the place for him. And then, like, he got, like, mad at me every time, like, I would refuse to take a 24 hour. He's like, well, you need to do your part. I was like, well, then this, the residents' ho- housing and residential life needs to do their part and pay me. And he was like, he, like, made a comment one time. I think it was at a staff meeting or, like, it was just to me. I don't remember. And he was like, well, remember, like, we, we don't we do not do it for the money. We do it for the help the desk. And I literally <laughs> was like, you can do it for the desk. I'm not. Oh, no. I'm not. We don't do it for the money. <laughs> yeah, he literally straight up and was like, yeah, remember, we don't do it for money. I was like, you can do it for not the money. I was like, I'm the doing viewers, it I'm wiping a tear off my eyes. <laughs> I was so, he said that and I was like, because he said that at the very beginning and I was like, oop, not going to like you as a DM. Nope, not happening. Uh. Yes, it it was it was it was it was a rough it was a rough year, and then some shit went down like some like shit on like staff wise. Oh man, some shit went down. It was fantastic. It was fun to unfold. So apparently, there was these two girls on staff, Natalie and Amber. They did not get along. Natalie had made some racist comments, and Amber had called her out for it. Um, and then during a staff meeting, like, obviously Amber was going to be there and like Natalie, like went to the DM and was like, I don't feel safe around Amber. She makes me uncomfortable. Also, mind you, no one liked Natalie. Nobody, nobody. Natalie, if you watch this, if you ever watch this, no one liked you. Not even me. (laughs) 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 complained about everything and she had a very like what was me attitude like she was always the victim it was every it was always everyone else's fault there was no responsibility but yeah so she had talked to the dm and was like i don't feel safe around amber i don't feel safe after i make racist comments um but yeah and so then amber had literally quit she had a shift at like 12 a.m to 4 a.m because homegirl worked all the 12 a.m to 4 a.m shifts Amber, if you ever watch this, I highly doubt you will ever watch this, but thank you. Thank you for taking all those 12 to 4 AMs. You were, you were a trooper. Well, cause I would also stay at the desk. Cause like I worked an eight to 12 and she'd work at 12, 12 to four. I would literally stay at the desk and talk to her for three hours. So I'd go home at like 3 AM. I'd walk all my happy little ass back yeah, to I remember, I remember seeing her at the desk back when I did mail every once in a while over there. Yeah. Amber, you were fantastic. Mm-hmm. You should have quit sooner, though. Home. <laughs> like, they didn't, Devin did not treat her right. They did not treat her well. The desk didn't value any of us at all. They did not. No one valued her. You know, you know, I still have my, my polos. I still have my polos. I donated mine to Goodwill <laughs> in Phoenix so they could never get them back. Oh, I think I still have my badges somewhere. Let me see if I can find my badges. Um, for our listeners at home, we are searching our rooms and our houses for our memorabilia. Here back. It will be quiet for a few moments. 
Yeah, so I found pretty much everything I needed. I have three resident assistant badges, uh, which just shows that I've been uh, I've been I've been in the business a little while. Same thing with my uh, two DA badges. It's funny because both of my um, badges for Kaibab say Xavier on them, but for Manzimo it says Zay. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I I can't I can only find one of mine. This is I can only find this one. I think I I think this is from senior year. Um, yeah, I think this is the badge from senior year. I still have this. Um, I donated my polos to Goodwill in Phoenix so that they can never get those back. <laughs> yeah, they were just like, hey, you're going to hand in your polo? I'm like, uh, no. They're like, but why? I'm like, it's part of my employee contract, right? I get to have this thing, you know, as long as it's <laughs> in stable condition, right? I'm like, yeah, I'm the only, the only people who actually read this stupid thing. <laughs> well, it's also like, <laughs> I think... Well, because it was, like, no one was, like, collecting them. It wasn't like Sarah and Silent and Corey were coming to the desk themselves to ask Right, like, they were, they were talking about They were just doing it straight up on the honor code. Let me tell you, there was nothing honor about, honorable about me donating it to Goodwill. Sorry, housing and residential life. Maybe you should have fucking paid me more. Fuck you, housing. Okay, we are getting too heated. <laughs> This is this will be in the RA video. We aren't gonna go any more in depth of how shitty housing and residential life was as a whole. That is a yeah. Well, there'll be a whole video dedicated to that podcast. Um, we will be doing a mini series soon on our podcast channel um, about being RAs. We were gonna we're gonna have a couple guests. We're gonna do some solo stuff about being RAs. We're like I said, we're Uh, guests. Allie, I didn't even talk about the museum yet or my TA job. We are so. This is gonna be like a two-hour podcast. I'm so sorry. We're already at like an hour (laughs) and like 15 minutes. Like we're an hour and 17 minutes. So. um, Maybe we should split this one up. (laughs) I think we should split this one up. We'll do. All right. All right. Real quick. Um. Let me just. I'm just gonna quickly finish the DA. So yeah. So in the group chat, Amber, love you, Amber. Thank you. I miss you. I hope you're doing well. Please be doing well. You deserve nothing but the best. Um, I agree with those sentiments. Yes. Natalie, I hope you. <laughs> no, no, no. I'm not going to say. I was gonna, I was, no, no. Okay. Wow, no, Allie. <laughs> no, so much fear. I, I also knew her on a personal level. I knew her on a personal level and professional level, level and I didn't like her on any level. Um, Oof. Sorry. Also, Elaine, yeah, I missed out graduating uh, a year ahead of you, huh? Um, but yeah, so she literally quit at like 11.59, literally told the girl at the desk saying, you can close it, I'm not coming in, I'm quitting. Uh, and then straight up like added Natalie in the group chat being like, maybe next time you should you should check your implicit biases. And some she said something, but Lily was like straight up like, check your implicit biases, racist kind of thing. And I was like... And this all unfolded at like midnight. It all unfolded at midnight. I was I was fully awake. And like the guy that I was dating at the time, I was like at his dorm and like I was like really close with like the residents of like Yavapai and stuff and like some of the other RAs. Um so I'm running like back and forth from his room to tell him what's happening because he's playing video games or like he was trying he was taking a shower or something. So I'm running to him to tell him what's happening. I'm running back to the residents in the living room to tell them what's happening, and I'm running back and forth and I'm literally like so excited because like someone called her out for her bullshit she was like she needed to be called out, out of all the people that i would have known amber would have definitely been the one to do it like so there like, you go she like she wasn't like she was not shy about calling people out for like shit like that because mm-hmm. that's the shit you need to be called out for 
Like, I would call, if I was there and she had said that shit, I would have called her ass out too. But yeah. So, like, I'm literally running back and forth from the basement of this goddamn building of Yavapai, just running back and forth to tell everyone what's going on. I'm just, like, out of breath, being like, she said this, this happened, that happened. And literally, I think there was, like, I don't know, there was, like, 15 people in the group, in the group chat altogether, including the DMs. And literally, I think 10 people liked her messages of, you need to check your implicit biases. And I was like, tea, tea. Oh my gosh. Mm. It was fantastic. And then like Devin had said something in the like group chat. He was like, that was not appropriate behavior. And I was like, is she wrong though? Right. Like it's one of those things you got to be like, I'm just going to pretend I didn't see it. I still have, I took screenshots of those messages. So like, I that's hilarious. I think I still have them, but but yeah, so shout out to you, Amber, for that. God bless you. Yeah. God bless you. She was she was fantastic. Um, mm. I'm trying to think anything else. I can't think of anything else about. I mean, there's plenty of other stories to talk about about working yeah, the desk, there's, but there's tons, I'm not like, trying to sit I'm... on here for two and a half hours. Yeah. Um, I think that's where we're we're gonna end this. Um, yeah, I mean, I'll have to tell you guys about like my my museum work, which oh boy, and um, my TA stuff, which wasn't nearly as bad as what I thought it was gonna be. <laughs> well, I still have to tell some stories about working at a preschool and having literally diarrhea poop go down my arm. <laughs> yes, I love I love working with kids. I love kids. I don't want kids, but I love kids. But yes, mm-hmm. so. Thank you all so much for tuning in to this week's episode. Um, yeah, thanks. Find us thanks, on guys. social media wherever you can. Um, just search Ali Brahms into any search bar. I don't have the same handle on everything, but my name. Is See, uh, that's the thing. You, you gotta, gotta have. I gotta get the brand. You know, I think I gotta switch all of my my uh, my 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 social medias to the same handle so that everyone can find me. Right, you gotta build the you gotta build the singular brand. Of course, uh, now that I've actually uploaded some videos, please follow me on YouTube, the Shovel Bum. Uh, types exactly as you you would think. Um, also, follow me on Instagram, Fresh and So McLean. So, yes, follow me on Insta. Follow both of us on Insta. Follow us on Twitter. Hit us up on Facebook. Don't hit us up on Facebook. No one uses Facebook anymore. Um, don't hit us up on Snapchat. <laughs> Leave us alone. <laughs> um, But yeah, thank you so much for tuning in to this week's episode. We really hope you enjoy it. And Mm -hmm. we will see you in our next one. See you guys. Listen for you in our next one.